Hello, my wonderful listener. It's always a pleasure knowing that you're there, you're listening to my podcast, and that you're following on every episode I drop. I mean, I just cannot begin to thank you enough. Thank you. And may the Almighty God continue to bless you. Last week, we talked about the definition of a man. And this week, we want to look into the relationship between the fathers and their son. Most times, um, fathers and sons are usually close when the sons are really small or young, rather. And then they get to a stage where there's a drift between the father and son. This episode looks into the reason why the drift uh, um, comes into play. And of course, some possible solutions to sorting out the drifts. So for prospective fathers, for fathers, and also for young boys and for sons, I think this is a podcast for you to listen to and learn one or two things from. So this is the second episode of the Gentleman's Club. Do not forget that whenever you listen, make sure you send me reviews. Let me know what you think about the podcast. Do you think I should add something? Do you think I should change something? Whatever it is you want me to do, just let me know. You could reach out to me via my social media platform at capital underscore DM. The capital is a K-A-P-I-T-A-L underscore DM on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Send me a message from there and I'll really get back to you. Happy listening. Yes, well, beautiful listener, welcome back to the show. All right, I was going to start today, but uh, yes, I'm back. It is five minutes past the hour of 11, and of course, today is the 20th day in the month of February 2021. And of course, you know what happens every Saturday like this at exactly this hour? It is time for the Gentleman's Club, where all the folks, all the men come together, and then we talk about something that's really peculiar to that particular gender, and of course, how to, you know, um what our own ideas we share on ideas about this particular whatever issue we're going to be talking about today we share ideas about these particular issues and then look for how you know the way forward on this particular issue well today we have something really special we want to talk about today this is something that is really really peculiar to the male gender it has happened to a lot of people a lot of guys a lot of boys in the house and then sometimes even our dad had to go through this particular thing or this particular stage in their life and then you know you know if you don't have something there's no way you could pass it out to your children so because some of them have you know been through this particular stage in their life and then their children comes forward and then they're still passing what they have you know, experience down to the children. So basically, we're going to be talking about all of that today. But um, remember, I said I'm not alone in the building. I've got two gents today. We're going to be talking about uh, this particular issue. But first of all, let me introduce a, a very familiar face, a uh, very familiar voice, rather, mm. on the show. Talking about Steven Gia. Hey, yeah. Steven, what's yeah. up? I'm happy to be here today. It's good to have you with me on the show. Yeah. So we've missed you for, uh, I think, uh, three episodes, uh, three weeks back. The yeah. last time you and I were on the night shift together, we talked about the guy's code. Yeah, yeah And that yeah. was like the the birth of yeah, the Gentleman's Club. club. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you once again in the show, yeah. on the show with me. Yeah. 
Okay, and of course, I have a new voice with me today on the show. He goes by the name Wilfred Alexander. I hope I got that name correct, Wilfred. Absolutely. I'm not like some people that will say Alexandra. Hey, don't start with me this morning. <laughs> Did I call name? I didn't call name. Okay. Well, it's good to have you, Wilfred. Uh, Alexander, do you go Wilfred or Alexandra? Wilfred. Wilfred. Exactly. All right, it's good to have you, Wilfred. Thank you. So how's Thanks been for your Saturday? Yeah. Thanks a lot. So how's been your Saturday? Well, well, it's been work, work, work. Work. And you work on uh, Saturdays? Too? I do, of course, I do. Oh, well, you like when you... <laughs> of course, now. <laughs> okay, so basically today we want to talk about father and son relationship. Yeah. Everyone who is living, even the ones who are not living, once had a father yeah. or had a father that, that brought them to the earth. And then some of us were opportune to meet our fathers you know, have a relationship with our fathers. Some of us were not opportune to do that. So basically, today we want to talk about how father and son, the relationship between a father and a son. Most especially, not just, I know a, a father is supposed to be part of the life of his children, both female and male. But then I've, I've come to realize that uh, sometimes, you know, at the initial stage, the father is usually involved in the upbringing of a child, like usually, usually involved. Exactly. But then there's a stage that a male child gets to and it seems like he and his father just, you know, go separate, separate ways, ways, like they just yeah. part ways. And then if nothing is being done at that particular stage, most of them might never come back together, together and just yeah. be bonded again. Sometimes from that little pattern they just go separate ways yeah. and all of that so basically today we want to talk about the curses what are those curses why do you know fathers and sons don't really have that strong bond yeah. like they should because i believe that okay the father would understand better what the boy the boy child is going through True, yeah. since he was once yeah, a boy, boy too see, yeah. so he should understand what the boy was going through or is going through yeah. and then the mother but then uh, you notice that some most I don't know I don't know how it was for you growing up or for you Steve yeah. growing up, but most for for me I, I found myself more closer to my mom mm. than closer to my dad, and then we're going to be talking about all of that today. And yeah. I, I've come to notice that it has happened with a lot of you know uh, children too while growing up. A lot of guys, most especially while yeah. growing up. A friend of mine when I was talking with him today about this particular show, I posted this particular graphic design on my status, and he said something that really got me. He said this particular topic was something that really struck him because it's something that he has been battling with for I, this particular person is about um about almost 30 years old and he's still saying that this particular thing he has been battling with it for a very long time and even till date he's still battling with it this i think this helps us to understand the importance of a father figure in the life of a child especially a male child so basically we're going to be looking at all of this today we're going to talk about the importance of a father figure in a life then we'll talk about why is it important to have and the curses the curses of things why things you know go separate ways between the fathers and their sons so that's what we're going to be talking about around today and of course remember that you could also be part of the show by calling in 0903-8808-883 you could call in as a man you could call in and uh, air your own opinions if you are a father out there and uh, probably you've noticed one or two things that you and your son are no more on a very um and you guys are no more on that path that you people used to be. Yeah. You call in and tell us what you think went wrong or how we can help. Because 
sometimes you know sometimes as parents you also need to need to listen to your children exactly. so we are your children and we might be be able to tell you okay this is what your child yes, might be going through at this particular yeah. time and how you should be there for your for your child and of exactly. course um, guys that are aspiring to be fathers, I know Alexander seems like somebody that wants to have like 15 kids. <laughs> really? <laughs> Alexander seems like somebody that wants to have like 15 kids. Uh, no, 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 please. Okay, 10. <laughs> nope. 9. Nothing close to eight, that. Of course not. 7. Uh-uh. 6. Come on. 5. Except if you give me a sister, I don't mind. <laughs> you should be the mother. <laughs> my, my sister is married. Probably you get me a lady from your family. <laughs> no, she's the only sister I have and she's married. So sorry. Okay, so um, then also for aspiring. Uh, dads out there this is a show for you where you can listen let other fathers tell you their experience and how they're able to you know uh, find solutions to their problems and of course for children to also get to understand that there's more in life there's more to life than uh, than than what it appears to be so first off let's talk about uh, the father let's first of all start off with the most important question who is the father let's know that we need I think we need to know there's a difference between a father and a dad, dad. Yeah. yeah right so let's first of all i think break that um mm. let's that english that father english let's know um what's your own opinion on who is a father i think i should start with uh yes the guy with the red uh headset okay steven okay. tell yeah. me what is your own opinion about who a father is okay i, I would say a, a father is a figure okay uh, uh, a person that stands uh, let me see how i put it uh, i'll put it in this way a father is a person that i've actually stand to take a responsibility okay. of of not only the children okay even his wife all right you get me so a father is a man that actually stand like uh a depend uh, somebody you depend on Okay. Somebody you rely on, somebody you can, you can actually go to for an advice. Okay. Somebody that stands as a, a, a somebody that has the ability to correct you, somebody that has the ability to actually push you forward and okay. give you, place you in the right path. Okay. So I see uh, a, a father in that particular figure. Okay. Uh, you know, whenever we talk about fathers, we always feel like, okay, you just have to be our biological fathers. Mm. But no, it's beyond that. Mm. You understand? Uh, you might not have your biological fathers with you, but you might have people that are father figures to exactly. you. Exactly. So definitely, we need to define fathers in that particular way. Okay. To say, okay, there are people that actually you look up to, you want to achieve or achieve more than what they have achieved. Okay. And a father always look at her son to achieve more than what he has done. Mm. You get me? So I see fathers in that figure. Okay. So the one dad, those dad, is, I think it's just the name. <laughs> you understand? Uh, just the name and just the name. Okay. I see it like that. All right. So talked about the father being a role model yeah. for uh, a particular person yes, to yeah. emulate all right so what about you williams what would you say uh wilfred sorry what would you say it's uh your own definition of the father figure okay i i i so much buy into the idea of steven okay i i strongly believe uh being a father is way beyond biological connections okay i I like the Webster Dictionary very well. All right. So I, thinking about the subject, All right. I thought to, you know, 
uh, get some English definition on the term father, fatherhood right. as well. Okay. And I, I found a very funny one that says, um, a man that uh, that impregnates a lady, wow. <laughs> and then she brings she brings forth a child. In Nigeria, we mm. say papa. <laughs> exactly. That one is a papa. Now papa, that yes. doesn't automatically qualify qualifies a person to be a father. father. Mm. So we could we could draw conclusions from that simple definition to be that fatherhood is way or being a father is way beyond beyond biological connections. Okay. So the the Webster the Webster dictionary puts father. As um, it says to be the founder, producer, or author of a thing. Okay, I like that mm, definition. I like the author. Well. Yeah, mm. to be the founder, the producer, mm. or the author of it, of a thing. Mm. Okay. And then another says uh, to accept as uh, um, what's it called responsibility of a thing. Yeah. Mm. And then a third also says to fix the paternity or the origin of a thing upon. Mm. Right. So when we look keenly, keenly into these definitions, we will definitely realize that uh, being a father. Or, con- or being considered a father is way beyond biological connections. True. There are certain measures that would be met by one before one could be seen or one can be said to fit in perfectly in- into that position of father figure. Mm. Mm. Okay, so being a father doesn't just, you know, revolves around the biological connection. Exactly. But then there are also other f- uh, other um, traits or other features exactly. that could make up a father. And then you were talking about taking responsibility. One of your definitions talked about yes. taking responsibility. And another definition talked about someone who produces or an author. Yes, the founder, of a thing producer, of, or author. Okay, founder, producer, and author of a particular thing is also a father Hmm. that's a very strong one so for those people out there who are thinking oh until it it has to be the one that gives birth to this particular child before he can be called a father Mm. and so (laughs) know that it is not every man that has actually given birth to a child that is that should be called a father exactly Mm. but people who are able to live up to that responsibility of having that particular child or that particular award uh, in there. Even some people, there are some persons who were not able to have able to have child children, but they have um, probably foster kids. Yeah, foster, foster kids. kids. Exactly. They have words yeah, under them. Mm-hmm. They are also fathers exactly. if they play the father role properly. Yeah. Yeah. So some of them could not be fathers if they don't play it properly. Yeah. So it's not only about your ability to be able to bring forth a child, exactly. but your ability to be able to nurture to provide and to protect that particular child that makes you a father i think that's a very strong one there especially i like that definition that he said okay a man takes responsibility Mm. that uh you have actually uh, explained it more More. taking responsibility. i see it as one of the strong one of the strong figure of a father. True. Yeah, whenever you want to talk about a father, you only think about responsibility. Obviously. Yeah. As of last week, we talked about the definition of a man, mm-hmm. and then this particular word, responsibility, mm-hmm. came up more than 10 times. Everybody yeah. kept talking about responsibility, responsibility issues. And then today we're here again talking about the father yeah, figure. And then the word is popping up again, responsibility. Yeah. It shows that it is the number one criteria exactly. to being a man yeah. and a father. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Strong one. I've just learned one today. Yeah. <laughs> we, could, we, could, we could add to that by... Okay, I think I, I, think I in a nutshell, okay. I would like to define... The word father, the term father, okay, as um as one with the ability mm. to bring up a child in mm. the way he should go. Mm. I I strongly would subscribe to this definition of fatherhood. 
the ability of one to bring up a child, to bring up another, not necessarily, not necessarily a child with whom he has a biological connection, connection with, yeah. but but the ability to bring up one in the way he should go. Mm. I think I I I, I, right. I strongly subscribe to that definition. Okay, now so while growing up, we've come to realize that in the bringing up of a child, now let's talk about biological terms now. Yeah. While growing up, we've come to realize that most par- most fathers. Are really close closer to their male their children in general yeah. especially their male children mm-hmm. uh, i know every child every father is always happy when ah i have a son he's a boy what did she give it a boy ah you know you're so happy as a father you're really happy that you're having a, a male child and then the male child comes forward you know, i remember back then in those asian days yeah. i think they prefer to have more male children exactly. to female children because they felt like okay i need to leave a legacy and this yeah. particular child is someone who you 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 know definitely will leave your legacy exactly. once you're gone exactly yeah. so i think it's one okay let, we'll get to that particular yeah. one then yeah. then so okay now i was talking about the father figure and how while growing up uh, most dads were very close up to their with their with their male children yeah. but then the, it comes to a certain age where the especially in the adolescent age yeah. that particular age it comes from that particular age um there's this uh drift yeah. between the father and the male yeah. child yeah. yeah so i want let's talk about some of these some of these things that we think may be curses yeah. or that may curse there to be a drift the drift between the father and the child do you want to share light on any of them okay well, okay. Uh, well I think uh, I think there is a, there's a natural phenomenon to the occurrence. Honestly, right? It's beginning to seem like that. It's beginning to, it's beginning to seem like that because every almost every every male child has had to go through that particular exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, what would you say is like one of the curses? Because they might be you no. Know, what, what what cost your own might be different from what cost my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what would you say would be one of the curses of the drift or the that particular uh, stage? Well, as funny as it will sound, it's as simple as saying growth did. Mm. Growth was the interfering factor. Mm. You know, it comes to a point where, where, where the male child begins to think or perceive himself as a full-grown man mm. and thinks that at this point or stage or phase of my life, I would begin to seek some form of privacy. Mm. You know, and, um, and the sad thing is at this phase, there's just a few young men who get the appropriate guidance they need to go through this phase. Mm-hmm. So, so when when they're using the appropriate guidance, it turns out to be more like what we could we could, we could probably say rebellion, because 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 it's drifting against the will or going against against the, the supposed will, against how it should be. But then it's a natural phenomenon. We just get to that point, that phase where biological instincts physical, chemical, and every otherwise just suggests to us that, okay, it's time to break out. It's time to break out. As a matter of fact, the economy, uh, the a present day just just brings it up into our face. Hey, it's time to move on. It's time to break out. It's time to, you can't, you know, and there's a whole lot, there's a whole lot just before you. And and the next thing you're thinking is, uh, is I think it's time to you know do something next trying mm. to try something it's trying okay. time to take a new step understand? Yeah. so this is one of the factors um, why 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 at that stage we we get to see young men drifting away from family from family exactly okay. 
Um, all right, so um, Steve, what about you? Uh, what okay, would you say? Okay, me, my, my, I, I actually agree with the fact that, yeah, growth actually affects okay. too. But uh, I, I always have this belief, like, no matter how something is, there is always a way to balance it. And okay. there is always a way the thing can actually work out. I feel sometimes, but what causes it is the foundation you lay as a father from the beginning and mm. as a son. Uh, basically, we're talking about the relationship of a father and a son. Mm. You get me? Uh, how do you lay your foundation as a father to your son? How do you train him? Mm. How do you bring him up? Like he was saying something, training a child in the way he should go grow you understand so definitely if you if you be able to train your child in a particular way he should grow you get me there is a point that you as a father you have to come to a point that this guy has reached a certain age that has to give him space uh, you get me okay. because there is something about it is that you can't stop that particular period uh-huh. you get me you can't stop that period so the best thing is for you to understand yes it's time for you to let him go and whenever you let him go he will still come back okay because there are so many questions he has to ask you all right so now i have this particular question that has been popping through my mind because sometimes when i see parents when i see fathers having issues with their son or during that drift period i kept i keep asking myself why why does this why does it uh, uh, why does it keep occurring in different families Mm. then i kept one day i was like whose fault is it is it the father's fault is it the child's fault and and so and this particular question came up to my mind it says uh do you think the fathers feel uh feel intimidated or feel threatened by their male child Mm. well (laughs) at any point probably okay there's another male figure in the house Mm. Do you think this, at any point the, the fathers might feel threatened by their male child uh, being still being in the house? I've had I've had some friends of mine that tell me their dad literally chased them out of the house. Not just one, not two, not three friends. And I keep asking, why chase them out of the house? Are you trying to train them, or you're feeling you 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 they are feeling threatened by their existence in the house i don't really understand that concept so that's what the question came up do you think that some fathers i wouldn't say all fathers but do you think that some fathers um the drift is because they feel threatened by another male figure in the house uh, okay in my own actually point you understand okay uh i would not say let me say it in my own point of view and mm. how i see okay. it uh, i don't feel bad uh, the fathers actually feel threatened. Okay. You get me? One thing you need to understand about a structure of a man is that a man is always an authoritative person. Okay. You understand? A man is always in charge. Uh. A man is always the king. And then when they have two men in the house. <laughs> so somehow it's like I'm your father and you're my son. I'm the first man. I'm the first man. So I'm commanding you mm. and you are not taking my orders. You get me? So, uh, Sometimes, uh, if, if, if a father actually tells a son to leave the house, you understand? It's not basically, sometimes we look at it in a, if you look at it in a very, ah, he's not trying for this son, he's chasing his son out. But somehow he's actually exposing him to life. You get me? Really? Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually helped sometimes. But the truth is, whenever you want to do such things like that, I'm not talking about the fact that they left home 
in out of career or stuff like mm. that i'm talking about a fact that is okay you have become a young man and i think it's time for you to actually leave the house mm. you get me and start up your life yourself mm. take responsibility for yourself mm. you get me i'm talking about that area whenever uh, for the one for the career i think it should be a misunderstanding between two of them okay. you get me the fact that they don't understand each other the truth is that you can't say it's the fault of the father and you can't say it's the fault of the son okay you understand both of them has to balance something both of them have to come to a point of understanding and this is the point of understanding i'm talking about a father has to know that ah, this my son has grown Mm. You understand? I have to know how to talk to him. Mm. You get me? He too is a man now. He thinks like a king. He acts like a king. He needs to be respected. Mm. You get me? A father has to think in that way and know how to talk to his son. And for the son, he has to know that, okay, I'm still under a person. You understand? I'm still under my father. The fact that I'm still under his roof, I'm still under him. Mm. And I need to give him the maximum And obey respect. his rules. Yeah. Exactly. I need to obey his rules. When I'm out of his house, I can, he, he doesn't have any rules over, over me. me again. So it's a thing that we need to balance. All right. So Wilfred, what about you? What is your own opinion about fathers being threatened by their child, their male child's uh, existence in the house? Well, I uh, probably if you had asked me this question some five years ago, mm. I may mean, have said it's impossible. Mm. Uh, but to the things I've seen and the exp exposure I've gained now, I, I wouldn't want to write off the possibility of that. Okay. It's way, way possible. Just to buttress on some of the things he had said, I would, I would like, to, like from the previous questions, you know, there are a couple of factors that causes drifting. There are a number of them, a great deal of them. Mm. But then we're just, we're just streamlining streamline our discussion to just a few. Yeah. I think one of the reasons... Uh, why why there would always be collisions between fathers and son when the male child is of age in the home mm. is um i'll just pick two and okay. I, I would i would say the first should be uh the need of the demand for submission mm. now this is the father uh in need of demanding submission, submission from his child from his male child and of course you know by default uh, by default uh, the ego exactly <laughs> the man always wants to massage his ego at every cost mm. at every cost so there, there is the wife before the kids um, from whom he had he had you know he had had all of the submissions he wanted and then now they are the kids in the picture and of course he doesn't expect uh, the game to be different from what it used to be. Just as his wife was submissive to him, he expects his kids, the, 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 the girl child or the boy child, to be as well submissive. Exactly to him. And now the young man gets to an age where he feels like um, I'm a boss of my own. Exactly. I should be able to take the time. I, I do the things I want to do the way I do the things I want to do. Mm. I should be able to dictate the kind of life I want to live. And um, many times, uh, these choices don't don't tally with you know the expectations of the father for diverse reasons you know and so this this is this is just one of one of the reasons why you get to see clashes between father and son mm. and then afterwards drifting mm. the drift apart another is um is a fear of rebellion hmm. i believe i believe when 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 a father is insecure 
because mm. we can't write off the possibility yeah. of that. Sure. When your father is insecure, for 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 many reasons, some are even despicable without hearing. But when your father is insecure for one reason or the other, he begins to throw that at his male child, mm. and um, and these that are very harmful to his relationship with his child. And so the next thing the child wants to do is create his own space, mm. make his own room. And the best way to do this is to drift away from father. Okay. No? All right. So to be a boss of your own, exactly. you have to just separate from the other boss. <laughs> so that there will not be the confusion of who is exactly. the boss in the house. We could nurture the relationship from the distance. Mm. Okay, now let's talk about um, the upbringing of a child. We've come to realize that the mothers are more involved in bringing up of a child. And uh, fathers sometimes, even some mothers complain that eh, what it just provides for the family that emotional support. They don't get the most of the children don't get the emotional support from their fathers. They only get that emotional support from the mothers. If I'm crying, I want to report to my mother before I report to my father. We just have few persons who want to report to their father. Some some kids don't even get to see their father often at home. Because he's either out there doing, you wouldn't really blame him because he's out there trying to get money yeah. for the house. So, yeah. so um, would you say the fathers should also be fully involved emotionally in bringing up of a child, or it's just a natural way of things that things should just go? No, okay. we 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 can't draw conclusions in some of these things okay. you know, we can't just draw conclusions in some of these things there are a couple of factors guiding the things we see okay but how involved should a father be in the bringing up of a child but i think um i think bringing up a child is not one-sided and mm. it's not the sole responsibility of the mother of the mother exactly okay. uh just as both parties had virtual equal responsibility in, in the conception the of that child mm. i think i think Bringing up that child through life should equally be the mutual responsibilities of both parents, right? I think it should be the responsibilities of both the, ma- the mother and the father uh, to see that this child grows into maturity. Okay. So, so leaving the weight to lean on the mother alone is an absolute no-no. I think it's a wrong move any father would be making. Mm. In fact, this is one of the factors why the drift comes. Honestly. It's mm. one of the factors why the drift comes in the long run. Because, because you, may, you, you may be justified to say you were out there. Hustling. Exactly. You are very justified. And, and the thing is that uh, much later, mm. really much later, we then get to to comprehend and understand that phase of life. Mm. But at that moment, I think I think There's a lot going on. Yep. I think every father should 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 do everything in in his power to be actively involved in the upbringing of his child. We understand that things might not be really easy when you're going out there to hustle for money. And sometimes we want you to also come back home and Assist in the child's homework. Exactly. We know it might be very difficult, but show the child that you want to be involved. I think this gives the child a sense that, okay, my father wants me. Exactly. He wants me to be, be, oh, my dad wants me to pass. You know, those kind of things. It gives the child, and and studies have actually shown that children who actually have that father figure in their house perform excellently, most excellently Mm -hmm. in their their academics. Exactly, so So, true. So once the father is there, 
and the mother is there too. We know there are some cases that the father might not be there. Probably the father is late or out of wedlock or something like that. But then, if you are opportune to have your child with you and your mother with you, be actively involved. Exactly. That way, you know you're grooming your child the way you want him to go. Now, um, there's this question that always comes through my mind. I know a lot of African parents don't do it, but I'm still going to definitely, I'm still going to talk about it. Um, While growing up, None of, none of my parents, none, not my mom, not my dad, mm. ever had the sit-down talk and then talk about sex to us. <laughs> and I, no, no, seriously, I don't yeah, think, did yeah. your parent, have your parent no, ever sat you down to talk about it? But this is something that we all grew up to yeah, learn in, in a way. Yeah, so, and some of us learned it in the wrong way. Yeah. But I felt like if the parents should have done that first-hand teaching of what this should be and what should not will have lesser um, problems in the country today so now let's talk about this particular issue that i just talked Mm. about now who as a male who should talk to the male child on sex should it be the father or the mother and as a female who should talk to the female child on sex issues the mother or the father or both of them Uh, or how should he go uh, I feel, uh, to me, but I feel the father is the responsibility of the father. To for, me. for the male child for or for both child, children? Okay. For the male child. But uh, the mother can once in a while, you understand, actually advise, not like it's what she must do. Why I said I feel it's the father's responsibility. He has been on that age. He knows oh. how it goes. You understand? He knows when you come to a when you come to that particular level, he knows what to tell you. Mm. If he was luckily he helped maybe in his own time he was able to control himself. He was able to help himself. Even out. if even if he had made mistakes, mistakes yeah. he would also he should be able to tell the child, yeah, okay, yeah, I made this mistake. Mistakes when I was yeah. younger, you so you me. should do better. Better, yeah. You can actually help yourself. So yeah. I think it's more of the father's responsibility to do that for the male child. For the male child, but if the mother has a way to actually advise him, okay. Sorry, I would like to use this uh, word. Okay, if you, uh, okay, let me say the book of Solomon. Let me use example like that. Okay. Uh, if you discover it was more of advice. Okay. You understand? There were times that uh, Solomon advised his son and there are times that the mom, you know, Solomon's okay. wife advised the son too. You okay. get me? So you could see it's a way and Solomon spoke more but the mom spoke like few times she was the backup backup <laughs> backup singer <laughs> yeah. giving, giving so, the melody yeah. to the song yeah. so you discover that you because she has a play a, a role to play she can actually tell you this lady is not good for you okay this one is not good for you okay you all right so what about you Wilfred? what is your contribution to that i think um i think the father should take the lead okay yeah for both for both kids or for just the male child for both kids Ooh. Yeah, I think Ooh. the father should take the lead. Including the female, the female child. child. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Now now this is because um this is because a child, the girl child and uh, the boy child, at some point growing up, they would they would they would require uh direct guidance and answers oh. to the to the why questions of life. You know? Uh 
times have changed. Mm. What you expect a 10-year-old child to know some 10 years ago is way different from what a 10-year-old child knows today. Today, exactly. So I think um, how this thing would work and work effectively in the home is when the father takes the lead and the mom agrees. Mm. For instance, when we have the father, the mother, and children on the round table, probably breakfast, lunch, dinner, picnic or something, and, and the dad begins to to put out these lessons one after the other with the mom affirming, chipping in and contributing to buttress whatsoever it is the father is saying. Mm. I think um I think I think the kids would be like, oh mom and dad uh, are on the same page as far as the subject is concerned. Mm. And I think it must be a great deal to them. Mm. I think it's something worth listening to. It's more effective than when I have just one parent, you know, mm-hmm. taking me to the corner and saying hey this and that here now now what that drives in as much as as it's for the best of intentions what that drives is there's still some form of secrecy going on in my home my mom is giving me some lessons <laughs> that she doesn't yet want my dad to know to know of okay you understand and so when i make certain mistakes what comes to my mind first is the is to whom and to whom i should and should not disclose those informations do you understand because i received certain certain lessons uh that that came that seemingly came as as secret lessons for instance my mom taking me to you know and um you know and and i think it's more effective when a dad tells his his girl child hey when be real when man. exactly don't let them exactly. touch you or you get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's more effective. <laughs> I think it's more effective because when certain when certain events begins to occur, right. the girl is free enough, confident enough and buoyant enough to walk up to her father and say, Hey, this and Mr. A and Mr. B tried mm. to do this or did okay. this or did that. You All understand? Right. All right. So, well, I think in a nutshell, we'll say both parents should be actively Absolutely, involved yeah. in yeah. talking about this particular issue with their yeah. children. Yeah. But I will still say, if you're talking to your male child, the father should take the lead and yeah. the mom should follow. If you're talking to your female child, the mother should take the lead and the father should follow. They should also, they should both be there. But yeah. I, I, I would be comfortable to know that I'm someone who has been there yeah. is the one talking to me. me. If my mom comes up to me and talking to me about, I'll be like, "What do you understand? Yeah. What do you even do? You know, yeah. how do, you, do you know what I'm feeling? Yeah. You're, you don't know what I'm feeling. You've not had my experience, experience or you've yeah. not been. I don't know. I don't know if you, you get what I'm trying to say. So, no, you know, the idea is laying a foundation. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The idea is laying a foundation. Just lay the foundation and hope that uh, they build on it yeah. a solid house. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, beautiful listener, you've been listening to Prestige FM 91.7. And of course, I've had the, ha- I've had the pleasure of hosting Wilfred Al- Alexander in the building mm. together with Stephen Gia. And then we'll be talking about the importance of the father and son relationship. Want to know why? important for the father and the son to be bonded to be closer together and um, 
you know, just talk about some of the things. We also were, we're talking about some of the things that went wrong or some of the things that could cause a drift between the father and the son. And of course, it's time for us to open up our studio lines if you want to say something. You want to chip in one or two things out there. There are lots of questions that we have to talk about today. There are lots of questions that are on ground already. But then, of course, I want to give you the opportunity because I know we have fathers out there that have actually that I have sons and uh, probably have encountered one or two things while tr- uh, gr- uh, training up their child. And they want to let us know, you know, uh, and let other uh, listeners know out there. So let us know. 0903-8808-883. 0903-8808-883. Of course, you could drop your own comment on our Facebook page. Our Facebook page is still very much available. Prestige FM 917 MX, that's, that's the Facebook handle. You could drop it right there and I've, I would definitely take it right here on air. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to learn from from every listener out there and of course i think we have our best very first caller tonight on the show to talk to us about this issue hello good evening hello good evening this is joel akoli from boswell estate your name is joel akoli from boswell estate jonah yeah all right jonah from boswell estate it's good to have you on the show how are you doing tonight i'm good i don't have more to say but i just want to tell you something okay. i lost my dad I lost my my dad four years ago, wow. and it was and today made it fourth fourth member. That is four years member. Oh yes, okay. Uh, I just remember something when I was growing up after work. Okay. Then one one Christmas, me and my dad we went to buy meat from Abaja, and I'm supposed to tell him that I want to register for work. Okay. But I told my, I told my mom first. Before. I did not even tell him. I told my mom then. Mm. She was like, she told my dad everything. Wow. So when we went to buy the meat, now my dad was driving. The person that popped out his mind was that Jonah. And this guy said, Why every time when you need things from me, you always ask your mom first? I was kind of speechless. I don't know what to say. But the thing is that he always travels, he's not around, always out there looking for money to take care of us. Mm. So definitely, I'm, I'm supposed to be closer to my mom than your dad. My dad. Okay. Yeah, but now that I have that, like, right now, man, I miss him a lot. I and anyone that has father, please just let them know that that dad loved them all. True. It's just that time would allow. Mm, true. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Jonah, for being part of the show today. So, like we said, there are lots of unanswered questions. So, yeah, exactly. So now that, go ahead. You yeah. want to uh, say something? Definitely. You see, when it comes to these particular areas, like I personally too have uh, experience. My dad is still alive. Mm. You understand? And I have personal experiences, like just the way he said. Uh, like I think our Christmas clothes when I was a kid, I never. I thought, I thought it was like my my mom that always buy us our Christmas clothes. You get me? It was that funny that when I grew up, that's when I knew that okay, yeah, it's our dad that gives his is his responsibility. That's what he does every time. But it looks like it's the mom that was always around. My dad was is is such a hardworking man. You get me? He just wants his children to get the best. You get me? So he's always out there to get the best for his children. So you discover that most times, whenever we want to take something, we need something. We 
think our moms our are moms first first because son, they are always around they are always around but uh in a way when we started growing up understanding started coming and then once in a while we get to sit down with jesus he tells us about his past life and from there it was uh, it was really helping like we could understand like one of the things i suffered a lot that sometimes i cry about it mm. it's uh, understanding my purpose and calling in life like understanding why am i in this life you get and then you got to understand that with your dad yeah not like i got to understand it with my dad you get me i i the reason why i was crying i was feeling like how wish my dad is there to actually put me in line to my purpose and my calling maybe he he has that like he's always like i would not I will not suffer it the way I'm suffering it at that particular time okay. to actually know. Well, well, I think what every child basically wants mm-hmm. is not to have a perfect father, yeah. but to have someone who is there. Yeah. And when you can, when you, when you need them to be, yeah. just exactly. be there. Yeah. You you have brought them to this to this world. Yeah. Own up to it. Yeah. Stay with them and let them know that you can be there for yeah. them. Yeah. I saw a skit one time on 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 Instagram. It was about a a young girl that was she was hungry. She needed you know you know how all, all small children need to buy sweet, mm-hmm. buy biscuit, buy yeah. this one, buy that one. The father did not have, but he kept buying those things for her. He didn't have it, but he kept buying those things for her. Yeah. And he thought she didn't notice that he didn't have until one day when she wrote a letter to him. Mm-hmm telling him of how she noticed how he spent all his I last money on yeah. her and then mm. she's promising him that i mean it was a very touching it's, story yeah, and then true. she was promising him that when she grows older she'll definitely take care of him and all of that and i think that security alone yeah. having that mindset that your father is doing everything yeah. he can to be there because yeah. some persons might say okay uh, my father it don't go work uh, that one then they come back to maybe next week eh? that kind of thing waiting they won't do the sf you understand those kind of things we also need to know that a father can be emotionally involved in the upbringing of a child all right let's move on to one of the questions i have here today it says that what are the roles or what are the roles of a son to a father Mm. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) now we've talked about the roles of a father to a son son. now let's talk about the roles of a son to a father and there are lots to to actually talk about but let's just pinpoint a few one two three out there what are the roles of a son to a father um who wants to go first me you whoever <laughs> okay i would go first all right go first i would just um, of the numerous roles a child owes his father i'll just talk about two okay. these two i think i i consider i consider most important okay personally and the first is uh is obedience mm. i think um i think as i think a child boy child son is indebted to his father uh, at all times, probably not all times, but at all reasonable <laughs> times, you know, I think uh, I think a child should pay some level of obedience to his father, hacking heed to his heed to his advices, listens, respond to his call, and all of those things. And the second I would say is to honor. Mm-hmm. I think um, his son owes, owes his father that. He should honor his father. Jay's, um, Jay's, Jay's. There's a blessing attached to that instruction. Okay. Uh, Obedience and, and honor. honor. Yeah. Those are the two things that a son should uh, 
that's what the two roles yeah. of his son uh, that a father expects yeah. from his son. All right, you want to add something? Yeah, um, I, I I actually buy into his idea. I buy into what he said. He actually perfectly uh, defined it. Uh, uh, a father, a son, need to honor his father, and he need to he need to respect the father. Uh, it's very important in the family, and it's very important as a son that you respect your father. You know, sometimes at all times, at all times, at all times, even when it's illegal no no, no, no that's no, why i said at all reasonable times okay this, so what what what, what, what of uh, the illegal times yeah now this is it or even the, at the illegal times bro you have to understand that he's still your father okay and then you need to know the you need to respect him when you you have to disobey that exactly politely decline politely decline. you can't just outrightly you, uh, you understand you rude about yeah, yeah. You can come in different ways. Like me personally, I find it difficult to correct, uh, correct leaders. You understand? Mm. So what I do is, instead of correcting them directly, I go to somebody that exactly. is either ahead Bring of them a or somebody that is their friend, their peer group. Mm. You understand? And submit myself to that person mm. and make that person see reasons with me. Okay. that this is what this person is doing and it's wrong so please help me and talk to this person so you discover it to actually help you respect him enough okay you get me yeah all right so um now before we go for a very short break because we're talking for about 15 minutes now we're just going to take like 10 minutes break then when we come back we'll continue to wrap it up we'll continue with the show and then we'll just wrap it up with the conversation before we go on this particular break now if you are talking about correcting a father yeah. and then you talked about going up to an elderly person I, I think that one has been cleared already now um all right now let's talk about ways of dealing with this distance how do you think fathers should deal with when their when their children are beginning to be distant away from them how do you think they should they sh what do you think they should do to draw back the child to their attention okay okay in, in my own point of view this this what i want to say is uh, the fact that your son is time for him to draw distance away from you, uh. there are still better ways to draw him close to you. And these are better ways is uh, a son, every child that draws at distance from his father, you get me? That, this, uh, that son has come to a point to understand that he is responsible for his life. Okay. You get me? Every son that comes to that particular period, he has understand that okay, he's responsible to his life. You get me. So sometimes most of them have visions, they have purpose. You get me. Okay. They have something that they want to achieve. You get me. So if uh, there are things that okay, they are right things that you know that okay, it's things that you could actually help them in. So as a father, is your time for you to feed into that their vision, into that their purpose, and encourage them. Sometimes you don't need to talk, you understand? You need, sometimes you, need you action. Drop, show action, drop something. Maybe he said, okay, I, 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 I want to work, I want to be, yeah, let me see. Okay, you, he deals more with systems, computers and stuff like that. Or you do, do more of graphics, you understand? And if, 
like me now. I understand. Yeah. It's, it's like you're indirectly telling your father right now. <laughs> so you do more of graphics. You are okay, since he do more of graphics, he need a system and a better system. Okay, why can't I provide a system for him? Or if in a way he can't provide a system for him, he can actually encourage him that okay, wow, this thing you are doing is good and show him more light on how you could actually get it achieved. You understand? Mm. So it it it's more of you encouraging what he does you get me mm. encouraging but still in the other way around you could you see that there are some child that even when they stepped out they step out with uh, because uh, their father always want to correct them based on the wrongdoings that they are doing you get me that's why they step out but in, in a way still there is a better way you could still correct that as a father okay you get me you don't point it to their face sometimes you understand i i i like this i think there was a period i always correct people directly okay you this thing you are doing is wrong and I stuff don't. like that correcting I, <laughs> I'm and then you discover that doing that and pushing those people away from me and i discover that Instead of me getting these people get the right way, I'm actually pulling, pushing them away. Mm. So there is a better way. You try to understand what they are passing through that particular period. You understand? When you understand that, you know how to deal with them. I, I think when correcting someone, mm. um, you correct them. There's a way you correct someone. Uh, it it, it, it person will understand that you're correcting, correcting them it. because you care about yeah. them, and not because you're just trying to despise them or yeah, something. It's true. You know, you might think you're correcting that particular person. But you, the mode Still of correction is very, very important. It's uh, either it either tells the person that uh, continue doing what you're doing, uh, or don't do this because the repercussion may be bad. Okay. All right. So, uh, Wilfred, we'll come back to you. But before we do that, let's go for a short musical break. And when we'll come back, we'll continue with the show. It is to the Gentleman's Club on Prestige FM 91.7. And I've been speaking with Wilfred Alexander together with Stephen Gia. And right about now, it is five minutes to the top of the hour, 12. And we'll be listening to songs from now until about five minutes after 12. And by that time, we'll come back to continue the conversation. Don't go nowhere, but we'll be right, we'll be right back. This is Miyokun with Up to Something. Welcome back to the show. You are still listening to Prestige FM 91.7. And officially, it is the 21st day in the month of February 2021. So, good morning. Yes, and it's good to have you still on the men's, uh, on the Gentleman's Club. And of course, we're running this down from the hours of 11. And now it is 10 minutes past the hour of 12. We are still here. But uh, this, uh, this is like the last wrap of the show. We're going to be wrapping up pretty soon and leaving you with great music till about 1 a.m. when we shut down. And of course, we've been talking with Wilfred Alexander together with um, Steven Gia on the topic that says uh, the father and son relationship. Why does it matter? The father and son relationship, why does it matter? We talked so much earlier. We talked about the curses. We talked about um, issues that may have a, a, that may have risen that may cause the you know the the um, what's the word drift the drifts between the father 
and the child and the male child and of course right about now we just talk about uh, some experiences now we, we when we talked about earlier when we were talking we talked mostly about uh, kids that have the father figure in their life already maybe the kids that have um, their dads with them what about kids who did not have their dad with them kids who probably their dad was not around or the dad was late they didn't grow up with that father figure in their lives this is an example of someone like that and this particular person grew up without having the father figure in his life his dad abandoned the mom before uh before even before um he was born and so he never had that father figure in his life and then he actually experienced uh, he actually expressed his um consent and actually expressed himself with a message that i'm going to be playing right now and um he talked about how it was difficult for him you know having to grow up from 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 when he was a child to seeing other fathers how they catered for their own word and then he did not have that and how it has affected every decision that he has been making ever since then so let's just go listen to him and when we come back we'll continue on the show we'll be right back hello good evening uh, my name is george i'm calling from back in sally i love this topic because it's a topic that really affects uh, a lot of people especially me I'll, I'll be talking from experience so father and son relationship why does it matter it really matters a lot because father's influence on their sons goes a very long way to affect them even in the future like i will use myself as an example i never grew up with my dad i grew up with a single parent which was my mom i know i lacked so many things during that period it was so uh, devastating that i never had a father figure in my life it was just my mom so she nurtured me till i grew older you know, and it wasn't it wasn't easy for her as a single parent. Neither was it easy for me because I had so much troubles growing up because of, you know, names and everything that that was being called during when I was young and all that. You know, it's something that when if even whenever I remember it, I still shed tears because not knowing who my father was then and not getting to know him not having that relationship with my father you know i see a lot of children when they are when they close from school their parents come to pick them their father comes to pick them and me i walk home alone and all that it really had a lot of bad effect on me i never had anyone no one to love me no one to hug me you know that's that for the emotional aspect and then when it has to do with um thinking like a man you know because i grew up with my mom i never had thought i was just so soft you know you know the women women thing and all that i had a very soft heart i was so sober and all that you know but i knew if my father was present if my father uh, was present as at that moment i would really had taken up his you know faith you know tough hard and you know move on with life and all that but it didn't happen because i never had one so no matter what my my advice to father no matter what even if you 
maybe you had a mistake and it happened and it turned out that okay um your baby mama or whoever it is your your the woman that you pregnanted and maybe you guys didn't end up marrying or something that doesn't mean you should deny the child or run away from the mother leaving the mother and the child alone try as much as possible to show your presence try as much as possible to contribute because you were part of that that production so it will really help when a child is growing up and knowing fully well that, okay, even if they're not together with their mom and dad, at least their father come once in a while to actually give them that, you know, love they deserve. Any time I remember this, it really touches me because I can't do with that because it's affecting me till today. And I would never do any of my kids like that. I will make sure, no matter how it happens, no matter where I am, I will make sure that my love extends to them. Thank you very much. I hope this really passes a message across to so many that listening. All right, and of course, that was uh, George, who has actually shared his experience of how he got to grow up without a father figure in his life and how it has gone a long way in affecting even the decisions he makes. And that was, that's to say that the father figure is a very, very vital role in a child's life, especially in that early stage of a child's life. At least when the child is grown up, he could be able to see, um, fend for himself. But at that stage where that child needs the father figure, I think it's one of the most important things ever. So if you are, as long as you are alive, oh, as long as you are alive and then you have a child anywhere, you ought to be responsible. That's why. We, that was why when we when we defined a father, we talked about responsibility. Yeah. We talked about responsibility being the major um, criteria of being a father. So it doesn't just stop at bringing the child to life, but also, you know, following up and taking care of that child as one ought to do. Yeah. Okay, and um, so studio line is officially open, 0903-8808-883, or you could drop your own comment on our Facebook page at Prestige FM 917MX, Prestige FM 917MX. The question still is, uh, father and child, father and son, rather, father and son relationship, um, why does it matter? Father and son relationship, why does it matter? matter i've got some messages here on facebook but these are just hello messages we'll just definitely read them here i've got comfort moses she says good evening and how are you doing just wanted to say hello emeka okuchuku smart says good evening capital dm hope you're doing fine okay emeka okuchuku smart is not in town but he says uh he's sharing sending his love right here for us these are just hello messages but all the same thank you so much for letting us know that you're really thinking about us all right so uh, studio line 0903-8808-883 now i think let's come down to this particular aspect of what a okay what the father should be able to do in this in the life of their child what are those things that the father should be able to do we talked about uh okay before i do that let's just take this call then we'll continue on the show hello good evening good morning Good morning, Dami Lola. Good morning, Big Daddy. Very much. It's good to have you on the show. How are you doing today? Very fine. Okay, welcome. Um, I'm sure you're just coming back from work, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. All right, welcome. Okay, so, uh, so scared. Sorry? Today, I don't know, I only had this 
Okay, so what do you want? Do you want to add in one or two things before we uh, wrap it up? Because we're about to wrap it up on the show. Oh yes, I want to add. All right, go ahead. Relationship of father and the mother. Yeah, some gaps. Most, as you said, like in educating child when they're bringing them up. He has more confidence, most especially me. He goes totally to the father. Mm. And it's even good. The father should I lecture him on all how the situation for be in contact with one another. Mm. Likewise, Okay. So you're in support. You're in support that uh, the father should be in in full involvement with his with the male child's uh, upbringing. Oh, the Okay. What about the emotional support? What about being there for the child emotionally, not just financially? Uh, emotionally, the mother and the father are all completely open back. But when you know the child, I can view it properly with the mother. Okay. But you want to close up to them from the kid or to adult. So I think it's one that you should be right uh, teacher to choose. Okay. All right, no problem. I think I understand what you're trying to say. Thank you so much, Big Daddy, for being part of the show. Thank you. Have a wonderful night, rest. Good night, Daniela. Good night, sir. All right, uh, Big Daddy, they're talking about how mothers... He was talking about how mothers should be the one to really bring up a child. And the father's involvement should just basically be financial. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about this particular issue. And how do we change How do we change that notion? How do we change that mindset where they say, okay, the father has to just cater for the children and go. What do you think we should do to, to change that mindset of men out there that think that way? Um, Steven. Okay. Um, to change mindset of... How can we change the mindset? Because I think this is like a, a cancer yeah. that's yeah. really, really eating yeah. deep, deep down into uh, yeah. whatever it is, it, it, it is currently eating. Yeah. But um, how do we now tell people that, oh, no, it doesn't just stop... Your duty as a, as a father yeah. doesn't just stop at the financial yeah. aspect, yeah. but we also need your emotional self have you ever seen your father cry no okay let's we'll talk about i think that's another thing to talk about uh, i have a call here hello good morning hello good morning good morning how are you doing today okay so what is your name and where are you calling from usman all the way from matinby how are you doing today yeah, fine, fine. All right, Usman, let's hear your own contribution. Go ahead. Yeah, no, every child needs a father love. Any child needs a father love. Okay, true. And the best, the best thing in the world is fight. When God gives me child, you have to go close to that fight. Mm. 
And when you don't have your father, mm. nobody can pass mm. So the first is pass. So when God has given you go through it and you see a different. Even the grow up of the side it is very beautiful, very hard. Mm. God bless. All right, thank you so much. Uh... Usman for being part of the show today. He was talking about how every child is a gift from God mm. and just like your normal talents yeah. like singing and dancing yes. and all of that, you ought to nurture yes, yes. your yes. talent. So you ought to nurture your gift too, which is your child. Yeah. Alright, thank you so much uh, Usman for being part of the show today. Yeah, I, I think I will add more to what he actually said. I like the word that he said, a child is a gift from God. Mm. We were talking about earlier on on how to help people out of that mindset that, yes. okay, they can't be there for a child emotionally. emotionally. It just has to be the financial. You understand? Uh, you need to understand that we spoke about responsibility earlier. You need to understand that when you talk about responsibility, it's all-rounder. Mm. It's not like responsibility in terms of providing for the children. Mm. Even responsibility, providing emotional support for them. Advice it's some advice. You need to be there for them. Sometimes you just need to sit them down. Take them out. Take mm. your children out once in a while and say, okay, let's chill together. Let's have a very good time. A boy, again, I've heard of men, uh, of men that they will tell you that whenever they want to talk to their children, you understand, know, maybe their children did something or they are caught to a certain age. You say, okay, come, let's stroll. Let's have a stroll together. <laughs> let's take a walk. Let's talk like men. All right, let's take this call. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Auntie Hadiza. Thank you, Welcome to the show. Thank you. Okay, now, so what, what to hear from a woman's uh, perspective? Let's... <laughs> yes, I think it's nice to hear a woman's perspective. Okay, let's hear you. On this particular issue, we'll just talk about, still on this particular topic, we'll just talk about the um, ways on which fathers should be able to reconnect with their children with their male children because definitely it is inevitable exactly for a stage like this to come definitely exactly. a stage like this will come yeah. Yeah. and if you have not experienced it yet it's coming yeah. so what should you look out for what should you do and then if you have experienced it before and um you now know that this is what you should have done then you could still do it. I think you could still do it. It's not too late. As long as your child is today, you could still do it. Reconnect with your child and help them so that they will not make the same mistakes that you have made. So that when they also have their own children, they will be able to connect with their child when this particular stage comes. So let's talk about um, how fathers should be able to reconnect with their children in that drifting stage. What and what do you think fathers should be able to do fathers to do how do you think they should connect with them i want to start let me just start with uh, a little i've written um for the reconnection i feel like fathers should be able to me personally i'm the kind of person that whoever i'm learning from i want to know about that person tell me you have been through this particular thing exactly, exactly. tell me you've been through it and exactly. even tell me you failed while you yeah. were doing it yeah. but then there was something that you did yeah. that helped you get through yeah. that way I'll, I'll be able to know that oh I'm not alone in this yeah. I could actually fail and be okay and still try to do it mm. don't paint this picture of you are perfect yeah. you tried it once and you got it that once mm. let me know that because a lot of 
parents when you see some parents when you see some fathers even beating their children because their children did not perform well in school you think that father had a's in all his curses but sometimes those fathers also had some f's and some d's and some e's but they won't tell you they did have that they will tell you they had a's so that you will try to live up to but sometimes we also want to know that who the person we're looking up to can make mistakes exactly you're not god you're human and definitely those mistakes are inevitable Mm -hmm. so i feel like sharing your experience Mm -hmm. with your male child goes a long way in grooming that child Mm -hmm. in the path that he should go through so whenever whenever like personally if i'm if my child i would tell my child my experiences i think i had i have just one very very um one memory of my dad that I know I will not forget in a hurry. Mm. It's about, it, 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 it was a story he told me. Mm. And then that was when we we're, were working together. He was, my dad is the kind of person that is really, really industrious. He likes to do things with his hands. Mm. Something that he could call the plumber to do. Mm. He prefers to go and do it himself. Yeah, and while he's doing it himself, he would definitely call one of his sons. Sure, Come, sure. let's do it together. Yeah. And then we'll do it together. Even if not light spot, we'll climb that ladder together, up and down, and yeah. do all those things together. Okay. So one of one of the day, we're working on a particular project in the house together. And then he told me how he met my mom. That memory stuck in my head mm. up till tomorrow to stick in my head you know sharing your experiences with your children it helps them understand better how that particular thing is how that particular thing should be when he told me that memory this is how sometimes i used to think probably that's how i meet my future wife too because you know it just came it stuck in my head it was a very romantic memory though and then it stuck in my head like I will never forget that memory of my father. Mm. Even if I should forget some other memories. Exactly. But that particular memory yeah. of him explaining his experience with yeah. me, it stuck with me. And these are the things that you used to teach your children that would definitely stick. So sharing your experience with your children is one way, really, really one way to teach your child and to be there with your child. Exactly. So I want to add something or want to add one or two things. Who should go first? I think from what you said uh, i want to cap it up with uh, a word called uh, friendship mm. you understand uh, you as a father you need to be a friend to a son or to your children let me put it in general i i actually met a wonderful family today and uh the father and the son were joking with each other Aww. and the father said something ah, mommy come on Bates, this son, he's looking like all these Armageddon boys. And the son, as in the funnily, the way the son answered was a very wonderful way to show you that I love the bond. You understand? True. The son answered like, can you imagine my father, you that you are supposed to protect me, look at what you are saying to me. As in, <laughs> I can't imagine that this is my father. So I've had that people, experience too. You understand? This my, as in this, they were friends. Like, mm. they, they talk like friends. Mm. You understand? And that respect of a father still there. is still there. And that respect of a son is still there. They mm. have this connection. True. So, I, one of the best ways to get things out of your children or get things out of your son is being their, their friend. friend. Always telling them the right thing. Telling them about your experience is a very, very vital tool for you to get... Uh, things out of your children and for you to reconnect with them okay now there's something i usually do i i don't know if it works for everybody but it works for me Mm. i usually do it 
I see my younger ones, especially those ones who are teenagers already. I see my younger ones, the girls and the boys. Mm. And after greeting, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Probably my cousins, because mm. I'm the last one in my house, so I don't have any younger one. So my cousins, whenever I greet them and they see me, I greet them. I'm like, how are you doing? And I just be like, how's your girlfriend? How's your boyfriend? Yeah. They feel shy. They feel, yeah. oh, they're shy. And then before you know, they start answering. Yeah. And that way, these are the things that their friends will ask them. Yeah. Yeah. So you as a parent, ask them. them. You might think that they don't have boyfriends or they don't have girlfriends, yeah. but it doesn't mean you should not ask, ask them. them. Yeah. Ask them. Let them tell you. Yeah. It's better you know than forming being ignorant yeah. of exactly. what goes on yeah. in their personal life. Yeah. You ought to be involved yeah. in their personal life. Yeah. Let you, even if they have boyfriends at yeah. teenage age, know about it. That way you can be able to guide them. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Guide them so that they will know what the the kind of things mm. they are limited to do at that particular yeah. age. Exactly. So yeah. I think that I'm buying into that friendship that you yeah, talked the about. Friendship is very is a very powerful key. I think I I, I met a lot of people uh, 2020 mm. and some. So friends. you met people during the pandemic. Yes, I met <laughs> friends. You were meeting people during pandemic during <laughs> lockdown. Exactly, it was not observing you. You're not observing social distance. <laughs> I wonder yeah, why you're saying, have you got, have you, have you been on isolation? <laughs> I can meet people through different Rest. ways. Uh-huh. So I met some people, I discovered some of them, you say, ah, my dad is my best friend. Mm. Most of them I met, ah, my dad is my best friend. Ah, I be wondering, oh boy, you know, Yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't have that either. Me, I did not, this one. True. Just, but when they start telling you their experience, how they relate with the father, I like when I experienced how the father was, like, uh, she related to the father, like, uh, dad, uh, this is what I'm doing, this is what I started. You understand? And the dad said, ah, What's the meaning of this and what are you doing? And she explained. And the moment he explained, the dad just said, Okay, I'm in support of you. Mm. Also, as long as you are doing the right thing, just keep on doing it. And the father actually blessed her and said, Okay, keep on doing it. And that alone, but really, uh, it's something that I really loved a lot. Supporting your he's supporting what she's doing. You understand mm. what he is doing? You get me? It helps them. He knows that you poor friends. You can she can actually talk to him about eventually everything. See, I have built up a standard for myself that my child, you understand, if he gets spoiled, it's my responsibility. I cost it. You get me? If he goes out of the way, it's me that costs it. I have the opportunity. When he starts growing, I have the opportunity to grow up with him, train him, you understand, be his friend. Okay. While you're talking about this particular thing, something struck in my head and I just wanted to say it. You know, they say when a child is good, Mm. it is the father's (laughs) home. And when a child is bad, it's the mom's mom's (laughs) How is that possible? I'm telling you. I mean, most fathers are not even, you're not even there in the upbringing Ah, of a child. But when it's good, it's not your own. own. And when it's bad, it's not, oh, fear God, though. Fear God. Fear God. All right. So we're talking about, um, how fathers should be able to reconnect with their children if they have been drifting, if they have been drifted away. Yeah. And then we talked about um, friendship yeah. and we talked about sharing past experiences. Yeah. Wilfred, do you want to add anything or should we still go on? Okay. Uh, well, well, well. Anyways, you guys have spoken about uh, 
I, I, I would want to see openness and friendship as, as, the, mm. as the early stages, yes, no, the early stages yeah. because, because, because in fact there wouldn't, be, there wouldn't be any repairs until there's an acknowledgement. We've got to first of all wrong. affirm yeah. that okay, and of course this is oftentimes the responsibility of the father. Mm. Uh, identify what's wrong, affirm there's something wrong with, with, the relation, with your relationship or the relationship you have with your son and then look for creative ways to to bring this this to his knowledge mm. you could it's as easy as you know as calling him and uh, and seeing what you've observed uh, the reaction will differ he may agree he may disagree he may be angry and all of those things he may flare up but then the focus should be on how you feel and the reason why you thought you should you should bring this up Right? And then you guys talk about openness and friendship. I would like to talk about one last one that I think is key. And now this is because I understand that when, when a boy child grows into a young man, there are certain things that no longer move him. The, the, candy, we want, the candy that you, that you used to buy right. him mm. years ago, you're coming back from you work. know doesn't doesn't you know like, now he feels he's a man the difference between you and him is is numbers numbers mm. of age of of but but the, but the fact remains that the psychological make between the two of you are somewhat very similar, similar. you yeah. know so one of the things i've observed with with men is is um regardless of how much verbal affirmations you give like i love you i care about you i'm there for you and all of those things regardless of how much you give verbally it doesn't really strike as your actions you know mm. uh, and um i think one of the ways one of the actions you want to use to back up your affirmations is to respect your boy child respect mm. your young man yeah. of course i believe every man would agree with me that love is more like a uh, respect is more like a primary language of love to a man yeah. Telling me you love me without without respect, you know, doesn't really sit well with me. Mm. I believe every every man I believe every every man out there understands the place or the impact or the influence respect has. Mm. Right. So I think fathers should see reason why they should equally express love to their children in terms of respect mm. respect your young men respect your boy child uh, respect their decisions respect their emotions respect their choices and then instead of imposing at this point you begin to look for creative ways you would want to uh you would want to nurture healthy relationships with them relationships that allows you uh, interfere with their choices their mm. decisions their life and the things they do mm. this would only be possible when when there's there's mutual respect mm. so i think um all right so it, it it shows that bringing up a child is not a day's job nah, not at all. you need to be ready exactly uh mentally yeah. to do this yeah. Yeah. so it's not about your physical ability okay yeah. ah my body don't fall and i can I'm, I'm strong enough i can no yeah. it has to be your men are you ready mentally to exactly. bring up a child and if you say you're ready mentally and then you start the process yeah. you need to be able to finish that process that you've started exactly. because it's easy to start yeah, but, but that course, maintenance part is the most important yeah, thing uh, and again sorry sorry for cutting you no go ahead go ahead say you want to hurt the problem <laughs> <laughs> go ahead 
And again, whenever we think about, you were saying something of how we could take this mentality out of people mm. that uh, they just need to be just they, provide for the children. Mm. Uh, as a father, you need to understand this particular is that it's not only provision that is the most important. Like, like, it doesn't I think stop provision, there. Bar, even comes after emotions. Mm. You get me? Uh, after the emotional uh, availability. Uh, ability you are giving him after training him i think it's it's even better for a father to give a son a better information on how you become successful in life in in every area of his life than you giving him the money itself you get me and i feel even providing back mm. it's it, it's basically at the early stage and and last week I was not in the show for where you guys talked about being a man mm. I think being a man one of one of the last criteria that I could actually see after every other thing that I said is building off your financial uh, uh, capa- capacity. capacity you get me now uh, you don't start building your financial capacity when you have started having kids you get me you, you understand that. you should have that in ready that okay when I get to a particular point, if my wife should ask me, okay, honey, can I get like 10,000 naira from you? It should not be something that I say, okay, I'm going to come back. Please call me later or I have to go somewhere to come back first before I get you that money. You get me? I should be able to get that money to you directly. So you discover that when you are building your children, you have more time with them more because you have built your financial capacity at that okay. particular period. All right, I think I want to add one thing more is the um, trust, trust your children. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You need to be able to trust that they can make some decisions on their own. Yeah. You need to be able to trust that, okay, um, you know, even as long as you know you've taught them the right thing, yeah. Yeah. trust that they are able to do the right thing. And that, that, is th- that also still comes from you. Yeah. Have you taught them the right thing yet? If you have taught them the right, if you feel like you've taught them the right thing, you're able to give them that little bit of freedom to actually exercise yes. that thing in your presence. So that you, if they're doing it wrongly, you should be, so that you know that you can correct them. Yeah. You just don't teach them and then push them out there. They should make the mistakes in your presence exactly. and then you're able to work on them. So trust them. And we talked about teaching them to, especially your male child, you need to teach a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of fathers don't do this, but teach your male child how to respect a woman. Mm-hmm. A lot of fathers don't do this. Yeah. But I think most of us, most of the, most of the male children just learn from what they've seen their father do exactly. to their mom. But there's a need for you to also say it verbally. There's a need for you to, have, apart from the fact that, like, personally, my mom and my dad have been married for oh, for almost 40 years before my dad passed. And I have never seen him raise his hand on that woman. Exactly. Not once. In their whole years of marriage. And she too, she also says it. He has never, no matter how angry he is, he has never raised his hand. I think these are, these are things that boys want to hear from yeah. their mom testimonies yeah. like this yeah. so that they can go into their own marriage and yeah. say i want to be like my father making philosophies that yes time. exactly he has never raised his hand on my mom exactly. so i would not do the same for you yeah. to you so by the but by the time you are the kind of father that hits your wife you're indirectly telling your son that he's he should be able to hit his wife when he's trying to correct her so things like this and so you as a father you are like the example of what you want your child to be yeah 
whatever you want your child to be leave how you want your child to be so yeah. if you're the kind of father that carries women that means you're telling your child it is okay to so carry okay. women yeah. if you're the father, kind of father that sleeps out mm-hmm. you're telling your child it's okay to we'll sleep, sleep out. out if you're the kind of father that fights on the streets yeah, you're telling your child it is okay to fight on the street. And very soon start fighting. And very soon start fighting, and then it will bring the fight that is even worse mm-hmm. to your house. Yeah. So please, I think it boils down to the fathers this time around. You're yeah. the head of the family, and this notion of if a child is good, it is my own. If a child is bad, it is your own. <laughs> it needs to stop because if a child is good or bad. Now both of them get them. Exactly. <laughs> now both of them are joined hand. Now you even get them apart because yes. you're the head of the family. <laughs> so it boils down to your head. Yes. So you're able to control things that happen in the house. Exactly. Um, so it is about time for us to go. Um, but before we go, um, Wilfred, do you want to say one or two things to every father and every prospective father listening to you right now before we wrap it up on the show? Oh. <laughs> you're also you're also a father <laughs> not yet not and yet in, in your, hopefully yeah, soon hopefully soon well, well I would I would love our fathers to um, to know this uh, you you will leave in your child what you leave in your home mm. this is very important your child is just a replica of what you put before us so we replicate everything we see you leave in the house mm. If you touch our mom, we are likely to touch our wives. Uh-huh. If you go out in all Sorts. the wrong things, we are very likely to do the same thing because you've just shown us how okay how it appropriate is. it is to do the wrong thing. And um, secondly, I would want to tell our fathers to learn or reorientate themselves and try as much as they can not to try to correct their past in their sons so, mm, true, true this is true. one this is one this is one of the major factor why there's a big drift between sons and fathers mm. because our fathers are trying to correct their errors in our own lives and um in the process you you we both get we, we are we both end up getting hurt so I think I, would not, I, I want our parents to try as much as they can, our fathers in particular, try as much as they can to avoid the temptation of trying to correct your past in your child. In your child. Mm. I think this, with this, I'm good. True. All right. Uh, what about you? Okay, me. I, wish, I have, I think, two or three words for the fathers. I think I have some for the children. Okay. Uh, one for the father is uh, number one, respect your son. Mm. Respect whosoever under you. Your son, your child, respect them because they are, they are human. They still respect you. You want, you understand? You give them respect. You understand? And number two, I love them. Uh, I think the respect it boils down to the same love. You get me? You love your children. Show them that you actually love them. And number three is be always there for them. Yes, and try as much as possible and be there for them. Be there for them every time they need you. You get me? And be their friends. Be their friends. Yes, and, and then for the children, uh, you need to understand with your fathers. You understand? You need to understand that they are human beings like you. They make mistakes. 
they go out of the way. So you, as a son, you need to understand that, okay, I, I, I am actually what my father is a human. He has flesh and blood in him, so he has the ability to make mistakes. You get me? So if he makes mistakes in terms of not bringing you up correctly, you understand, you can forgive him and let life go on and respect him. Give him the same respect of a father. And again, love your father. You understand? He's, he has carried your body for almost some years. You understand? He has paid your school fees. He has done so many things for you. So definitely respect him. Mm -hmm. Give him that respect that he deserves. You get me? And in, 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 in much ways, you understand? Uh, if you are still under his roof, obey his rules. Okay. Yeah. You understand? Obey his rules. You are under his roof. He said, House coming if you are supposed to be at home by seven o'clock, please. Be at home by seven o'clock. If you don't want to be at home by seven o'clock because of the type of works you do, you explain to him. If he doesn't understand, I think it's time for you to <laughs> go and get your own house. Obet asked you. Obet asked you. Obet asked you. Well, I wouldn't want to quit your job. <laughs> Especially just when the job, try, is a job that pays well. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Just try. And if it's legal, try as much as you can. To uh, to be obedient. Yeah. True. Well, okay. So we've said a lot. We've been running this down from uh, the hours of uh, ten thirty, and now it's about time for us to go from eleven, rather. And of course, it's about time for us to go. Thank you so much, Wilfred. It's been a pleasure speaking with you on the show. Thank it's you so much. Been a pleasure having you here. I've learned a lot from you today, and um, so with all that I've learned today. Mm. I cannot, I cannot feel in my duty as a father. Yeah. Same with you, uh, Stephen. I've learned a lot from you. And with all that we have spoken, with all, everyone who has called in today to share their own experience in one way or the other, we've learned a lot from everyone too. And these, as I'm sure these have taught everyone how to be a better father and how to leave a better example for um, our children. Yeah. All right, so this is where we have to call it a wrap. Uh, next week, we'll be right back with more and more juicy stuff on the Gentleman's Club. Remember, Gentleman's Club is still open for you to drop in your contribution. So if you want us to address something that has to do with a man, you want us to address something that has to do with a boy child, definitely you can reach out to us. Just reach out to us. Reach out to our social media platforms and Prestige FM 917MX. Or you could drop me off a message on my email at uh, mafeshion at gmail.com or drop, just send me a friend request on Facebook, Twitter, or on Instagram, anyone. We'll just get talking from there and then we could know how we'll bring it up right here. And the handle is at capital underscore DM, K-A-P-I-T-A-L underscore DM. That's the handle for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And then we could just get talking and see how we can have you know, to bring up your or anything that you feel like we should address right here on the show. Once again, thank you so much, Wilfred. Um, we'll do this again another time. Sure. I hope you'll be able to come, eh? Absolutely. Don't be angry that it's in the night or bringing you. <laughs> but uh, we might still bring you back again another time to, to pick from your brains. That's also right, with you, you are always going to be here. So you have no choice, Stephen. You're always going to be here on the men's round table. All right, in the meantime, I'm going to be leaving you with this beautiful song all the way from Simi featuring Miss Banks. The song is titled There for You. So every father should be there for their kids. At exactly 1 a.m., we'll be shutting down transmission, and by 5 a.m., we'll be coming back to kickstart the Sunday's transmission. Good morning. <laughs>